Welcome to Undesign, the podcast where we deconstruct and demystify the world of UX. This is Ashima. My name is Hiba. We are your hosts with over 15 years of combined experience in human-centered design. Hi, everybody. Welcome to our podcast again. Today, we're going to talk about something very essential but often overlooked when it comes to professional and even personal decision-making. In the previous episode, we talked about stress, stress when it comes to different parts of your journey as a UX designer or someone in the UX field. If you're interested in that, go back and listen to that episode. But for today, let's talk about values and how can we mitigate that stress. So identifying your values and abiding by them is a process not necessarily practiced by many or taught at school. However, when you look into some of the successful companies, and I quote successful because success is different for everybody and for different perspectives, you'll find that they there are some clear goals and values or these companies are very clear on their goals and values and ethos and mission. So it makes sense for us as individuals to put equal emphasis on the value systems of our lives and our personal and professional journeys when applying for jobs or even transitioning into new fields or progressing into our career. So in today's episode, we're going to be discussing values. What are they and why they're important and their impact on our journey in general and whether you're an inspiring ex-designer or someone who's more senior in their career. So yeah, we're going to be identifying the values together. And there is a free tool that we're going to leave in the description for you to dig deeper and work within your value system and identify that if you don't know your values already. Yeah, stick to the end of the episode because we're going to explain how to use that matrix. But Shima, let me ask you this. From your experience as a UX designer and now as a manager, have you always thought about your values? Honestly, I have to say it, it unfolded and it wasn't something that I thought of going into any of the situations, but it's definitely been learnings coming out of different situations and a lot of reflection, a lot of taking time out, whether it be me actually knowing that I need to take the time out or different situations have forced me to reflect. One of them, in fact, was even situations that weren't ideal, like having to move back because my visa didn't come through. It isn't something that initially I planned on doing very deliberately, but then towards the end or in the last few years, I feel like I found myself doing that some more. Yeah, I've talked to some people before when I mentored them, they did not know what values are. So I'm just going to take a second to read you that Wikipedia definition of values just so we are both on the same page when it comes to the perspective or what do we mean by that. Value denotes the degree of importance of something or action with the aim of determining which actions are best to do or what way is best to live or to describe the significance of different actions. 
So hearing that definition, it seems like that there is this level of importance to the things that to our decision making or the things that we're doing and that you have to have this understanding or to assign that level of importance to certain things so it can be like a guiding metric to your further or future decision making in my life and back to Ashima's point when I got into, even before getting into UX or even my professional career in general, I actually had no idea about that there is something called values or that I needed to know my values. But at the same time, subconsciously, like I moved in life based on that, but I did not have it as a conscious thing. It was up until the point of developing in the like the personal development sphere one of my mentors said and i guess my reason for looking into that i was like oh my god i really want my career to go in a certain direction but i don't feel the decisions i'm making were making any sense or that falling into that goal that i need to do and this mentor taught me that Because if you're not clear about your values and if you're not living an authentic life, it is very easy for you to take decisions that are not in your best interest. And we take responsibility for that because if we're not clear, we can't blame anyone on these decisions. Sometimes you'd find yourself wanting to take a job, for example, just for the paycheck. Sometimes you find yourself wanting to go to school for other reasons, maybe delaying your career because you don't, you're not really clear on that. And sometimes you find yourself in a job where it's very stressful. And that ties back to our conversation earlier. But, and you find yourself asking your questions like, why am I there? And you might resent your decision. But when it comes from a more informed place that you know that your value right now is to better your financial status or situation. So you're very clear why you're taking this job, for example. If your value is to learn and expand on learning, so you're very clear on as, okay, I'm just going to go back to school. And I understand that this might hit my financial situation for a couple of years, but this is my goal, or this is my value for this chapter of my life. So Ashima, have you talked to anyone before who did not really have any clear idea about what they want to do, especially that you're working with a lot of mentees? And how do you feel that values could be something that would help them if they were clear on what they want to do? There's so many folks out there who are entering and the ones who are entering straight out of college, I feel they are less aware of what values they want to consider. And for them, it's like an exciting ride and they're ready to go in the real world and they're done with tests and assignments. And for them, that's their outlook. And I feel like that's the demographic that I really want to reach out to and instill in them that, you know what, 
you're going to be faced with situations where you're going to have to dig deep and find what it is you're looking for from any kind of situation. And then there's the other kind of folks that are transitioning who have already worked, and most of them are transitioning from design careers. So they do know that there is deeper insights into design. You could be a UX writer, you could be just doing wireframes. And for each of these skills that you want to pick up and own them, you do need to have different soft skills that go along with them as well. So that's how it directly translates when it comes to your values being so important in determining what soft skills you'd need to be in these particular sub fields. Let's say I want to become a design leader. A lot of people come in with that kind of an outlook. It's very important for you to know that to get there, you're going to have to face a lot of adversity. Are you willing to go through that? And a lot of people want to work on big products. So that, again, requires you to work with a bunch of teams. Are you willing to spend time with people who don't know where you're coming from? I think when you mentioned the, the people skills and being in research versus talking to people or versus working on more technical stuff, this is a great point because knowing our values is like values are dynamic things or like a dynamic system. So they change as you change in any chapter of your life. However, there is a part of it that is integral to your personality or to your character. For example, for me, I know that I'm very people-oriented. I love people. I love learning about them, like their motivations and goals and listening to them and empathizing. So even if I'm not doing X work or design work in general, I'm always out and about trying to meet new people and to expand my thinking process or my perception on the world just to see how other people live their lives and see the world through their eyes. So I know that this is something very integral to my character. However, and that kind of, before I jump into the next point, this helped me a lot in my work because I've took decisions in terms of either educational decisions, going to a program that offered evidence-based research or design. And there was like a lot of emphasis on human behavior. And the other part is when I graduated and worked in the professional realm, I found myself very entrenched in the sales process. So going and talking to a lot of clients and seeing that my career really focused on research and understanding and observing the behaviors. So for me, that seemed very natural. And I don't feel that this is something going to change anytime soon. However, things that have changed with the seasons that I went through or the chapters of my life, something like Five years ago, I was very focused on progressing professionally or hitting those milestones. So I was taking 
any job opportunity or collaboration opportunity. And I really didn't think much of how is that going to impact my career or am I being compensated fairly for this or am I spending so much time on these projects that it's taking away from my personal life? So for me, it happened because this is what I wanted to do or maybe that's what I thought I wanted to do. But at a certain point, I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I'm burned out. And that a lot of kind of resentment grew of like, it was like, oh my God, everything that I'm doing, this is draining me. But when I took a step back, I realized that, okay, I understand why I did this at a certain point of my life, going and out there and trying to be involved in everything. But at the same time, if I want to create a more sustainable either career or a freelancing journey or a consulting foundation or practice, I have to be clear on what I want. Because when I was not very clear, it was so easy to for me to be swayed by either like a number or a, a company culture. And I've, I found some myself in some places where my values did not really align with the company. And that brought very strong conflict for me working there. And going back to the stress uh, episode, it puts a lot of stress on you because you're working or operating in a system that you don't necessarily agree with and having that daily resistance adds more to the stress so Ashima I'm really curious about have you found yourself sometimes in in certain situations where you felt that you're in a position with a company or a client that you clashed with value wise and were you aware of it if not how did you get that awareness there will always be even in big companies there's going to be people that are so orthodox or are so used to a waterfall method and I actually learned from my design manager how to push back in a way that they would also understand and I think for me that was a point that I could learn and I was very lucky that She was there to demonstrate so clearly how to do it. And the way that she did it was just very diplomatic. And she understood that these people have been around, they're veterans in the company. They've been around for 20, 25 years, and they do feel entitled to their opinion. And so you do want to be humble about it. I think that was a point that I also took back with me that this is something that I have to be cognizant of going forward is whom do I want to surround myself with at work? And the more clear you are about your values, you're going to be more in line with the people around you. And that kind of takes me back to how the more clear you are about your values, the more clear you're going to be about where you're going to end up and the more you're going to attract the right coworkers. That's something that I learned pretty early on. So it was at different levels of my career. I learned the same thing in different ways. And it's very interesting that 
by the end of it, you will be a better rounded professional. But it does take some time. And I'd say that you probably want to prepare yourself to go with the flow and to just be open minded and learn wherever you can. Another time that I may have seen this was it was the other way around where I, I was the design manager and I'm seeing people come in who are so new, who are trying to change the world with their product and they're so zealous. And for them, that's their main goal. They want to be known. And I've seen that they're shut off to learning. So at that point, you really want to consider, okay, is this the situation that I want to be in? And how did I end up here? So I had to backtrack how I ended up there. But I realized that if I had my values more clear, I would have inquired more during the different rounds of interviews. What is the rest of the team like? And then try to gauge, do their values align with mine? Yeah, that's actually really interesting because to the point that you mentioned, when it comes to aligning with your coworkers or with the environment, I feel this is one of the immediate benefits of having a value system is being able to position yourself in environments where there is harmony in a company, in a within a team that they care they share your values in a way and they care about you reaching those goals. That brings me to the next thing that I wanted to discuss, which is knowing your value gives you a better understanding of all these potential jobs or situations that you're going to get into. Because even nowadays, many or most of companies have their own page where they have their values and mission and vision. But to a step further, when you talk to people from the environment, whether they're potential employers or potential clients, and you talk to them, when you have your values clear, for example, I value cooperation. And it is very important to me that I work with people who are cooperative or I value impactful work. So talking to those people and having that sensitive ear to hear what they're saying and trying to run it by your matrix or your value system. So is this something that would align with my values? For example, like, there are companies that they're like very big. Like even when you read their website, they're very big on business optimization. Our clients are going to get the best and all of these kind of sentences or slogans or whatever. So that kind of gives you an immediate understanding that they're positioning the client as their metric of success so that means they might push you to do more hours they might push you to do more than you can do to deliver like good things i looked up for example like google's values and one of the things that came up to me was good enough is not always great so i don't like my perspective and my interpretation of this that 
I probably, they're not going to be like, they're going to push me to do my best, but at what cost? I understand some people, their value is to have exposure and work at these places. But, but at the same time, if you, for example, value your personal time, if you value your family time and if you value mental health, is it really important for you like to approach these kind of situations or these kind of opportunities? It is tr- it's true that people get a better rate at being interviewed or having better jobs when they opt to work at these big firms. But being clear that, okay, what for what you're getting into is very important also if you're like someone from a minority group and you get into and to a company is does it really matter for you to feel fit, like that you fit in so that means that you would not want to be in a position in a company that it's not aware or sensitive to diversity and inclusion and all of that because at the end of the day like we can't force people to change. It's a give and, a give and take. And there's always opportunities out there. If we don't like like a place that we're in, we have the capacity and the power to change. You mentioned Ashima, the waterfall method. And have you heard anyone saying, that's something that I'm really interested in knowing. Have you heard anyone saying that, I don't want to work in a waterfall type of organization and I want to work in a, let's say, a very iterative, agile place. Is that something that people who are just getting into this field are aware of? That's a good question. And not a lot of people are aware of it, mostly because in most companies and environments, people have adopted a more agile workflow. And where I'm from, Now, this is my experience because I'm from Bangalore and everyone is aware of Agile and Lean. And it's been implemented in workplaces already. But that doesn't necessarily mean that people who are transitioning into corporate environments or work from student life know about it. It's definitely important to be able to identify the kind of workplace that you're going into. And that's something that could majorly impact your day-to-day life at work, especially as a designer, your values determine the kinds of UX or user experience that you expose your target audience to. And that's something that I think is very important because going forward, Ethical design is new and upcoming, and I think that people are only just starting to realize that, or maybe they have been for a while, but they haven't taken any action on things like screen time, things like pushing out subscription or CTAs that make users do certain things, because UX is all about influencing user behavior. And I remember my mentor or our mentor, Dr. Richard Branham, talking about how as a designer, you need to be aware of whether you're okay with letting your user go down a dark path or exposing them to a dark pattern because you're the one who has to answer to yourself. So is whatever you're doing, is it going to allow you to sleep peacefully at night? 
And I think that was something that really stuck with me. And that's something that really is a bottom line as a designer, not just as an employee, but this was something that really stuck with me. And this is something that I really wanted to touch upon is be aware of what are the common ethical conundrums out there right now when it comes to design and what are people talking about? Because it isn't something that we have a lot of theory about just yet. It's something that is up and coming because we realize that we're able to, through psychology, through user psychology and with the right research methods, we're able to push users down a certain path. Now, it's very important that as a designer, that's what you're doing. And especially to those designers who have a deeper grasp of the theories and the fundamentals. Yeah, that's something that you really want to spend some time with and be aware of. Before we conclude this episode today, I just want to tell you to allow yourself to take that step back to understand what is it important to you even though we're talking more in a professional setup and we're talking about career stuff you're an extension like you're a very holistic multi-dimensional being whatever happens in your personal life it will definitely impact your career so you deserve to have the safe space to examine your life and examine your values and your decisions and believe that you deserve to be in places that are aligned with you and that they're as equally kind of caring about your well-being and your goals in life and all that jazz. Before I conclude, I want to walk you through a an exercise that I'm going to be leaving in the description for you to start that journey. So it is a very easy exercise. You might, some people, like when I used it with mentees before, you might have this kind of like, but I don't know where my values are. So it is okay because you're just getting clear on it. It's not something that is going to be set in stone. It is great that you, you're taking that first step into clarifying the landscape of your system. So it's going to be a very short one-pager exercise of you examining 10 values. And then the next step, for the first step, you're going to write 10 values. The next step is to vote them out and then finding your true core values. And everything is going to be explained in the, in the exercise or the handout. If it's not clear, reach out to us and we'd be happy to help you. And to conclude, what are your big two values, Ashima, right now, or at least in this chapter of your life? I think the most important one, the most important theme when it comes to values throughout has always been whom am I surrounded by in my workplace? And that has made a lot of decisions for me because if I really look back on why I'm working by myself and why I'm why I own this business, I didn't think I would. It isn't something that I wanted to do when I started out. I was perfectly happy being an employee, but I found out very quickly that I want to be working with people that are as ecstatic and enthusiastic as me. 
are easy to collaborate with. I can bounce ideas off of them. I can work easier because our energies are in alignment. And that's something that I've seen has, if I had been more clear about it, I wouldn't have been working at a place where people come in at 11 a.m. And I'd be the only one coming in early and I'd turn on the air conditioning because I'd be the first one in and the janitor would still be cleaning. So this is something that I found is a very common theme, no matter where I am in my life, whether I'm just starting out or now, because even now, I think it, it is a pretty rigorous filtering process for me to work with a client. So that's one. Another one would be just how open-minded are these people? Because even if they're not in alignment, are they open to learning? And that's the other, the flip side of my business, which is teaching. And that's where I apply this the most is, of course, this person doesn't know everything there is to know about UX or design just yet. Do they agree that they don't know? Do they accept it? And are they humble? So I look for humility as well. And that's something that, again, goes back to whom am I working with? Because Really, when it boils down to it, it is just what is the energy that you are creating and are you able to synergize? I love that. And I've always thought of you as a thoughtful person. You've always had a thought process behind your decisions. So it is very natural for you to be in that position. And I would say for me, the two big values in this chapter of my life are balance and clarity. So having this clarity, it enables me to really understand if, like what am I working on and why am I working on this and how is, are these opportunities or projects are impacting my overall goals. And not only that, but also it is very important to me that the people I work with, they're very clear on what they want. They're very clear on their goals because from a leadership standpoint, if you're not clear on your vision or what you want to do, it is, it's going to be challenging reaching, working with you and reaching to a, uh, an end goal or to a milestone because it is not clear for you what you want. So that I'm not saying this to say that I know 100%, like very clear. It's a value that I'm putting at the forefront of my thinking process to also get clear on my life or professional life. And the balance is something where I run it by everything that I do. Is this tipping the balance of the other things that are going on in my life? Is it taking away from my family where I'm having this like conflict or tension that I need to tend to because I'm putting so much time in one thing? And when we say balance, a lot of people think that balance is like, 50 50 and there is no such thing in nature because it's like an ebb and flow kind of process but being balanced that that you're you can all you have the i would say control of calibrating like how much of yourself are putting in these spaces 
and that you're aware of it. That even if you get a week of your work life where you're working overtime, that you have the time to bounce back. And this is not like a current issue that you're supported. And that this is just a momentary thing. And so, yeah, these are like my two big values. And I'm very curious about your values, guys. When you do this exercise, please let us know, share your values with us and share if you have any thoughts, ideas, and questions about this topic. I know it's not very, it is a bit of a fuzzy topic because it's just so subjective. By the end of the day, that's where what we have this conversation for to help each other get clear on what we want in life and in our professional careers. And with that, I we're leaving you for this episode today. Thank you so much for listening and tune in for next episodes. On a side note, if you are listening to us on Spotify and the link to The Matrix doesn't work, what you could do is find the link on Buzzsprout. 